This is the Media Week Industry Podcast from the people at mediaweek.com.au. Welcome to a new Media Week podcast. I'm Kruti Joshi, the digital editor at Media Week, and today we're at Piermont with Deborah Bibby. Deborah, hi. Hi, Kruti. Lovely to meet you. Nice to meet you too. The last time I spoke to you, you were at Real Living celebrating 90 years and you spoke to me from a Christmas party today. You are the editor-in-chief of Medium Rare Content's new David Jones magazine called Jones. So tell me about the shift from, you know, a commercial title to a custom publishing. Yes, well, it's been, I've probably been here a month now, um, Chrissy, and it's surprisingly um, interesting in that... You are still commissioning like you are in editorial. It's exactly the same. The only difference is I would probably be doing a lot more research per article because I do need to take my ideas to David Jones and run those ideas past them and just get them across them. But so far, it has been an absolute joy. David Jones have been really brilliant to deal with because that was a, that's what I was scared of. I was like, God, imagine if I take, you know, my whole folder of ideas and they go, no, no, no. But they've, they've really, like, second issue, they ticked everything off, yes, go for it. And um, very little involvement in that side of, you know, I thought they might be really inter-involved, interweaved in it all, but no, they're very over checking prices. Like the first issue, um, that was hard work, getting all those prices correct in the mag. And that's really been where the major editorial engagement has been. So when you are when you were pitching your ideas to David Jones, did it feel like you know back in your early days of your career where you're pitching your ideas to your editor? I do feel a bit like a junior all of a sudden, <laughs> but no, I think David Jones. When we go and do the pitch, it feels like I'm having an editorial meeting, to be honest, and I'm kind of giving them the ideas and. It's sparking off some people and not off others, but everybody's contributing in a lovely collaborative way. With a, t- a title like Jones, where you have um, you know, a certain amount of circulation, a certain uh, guaranteed readership, is the pressure off you in terms of the commercial sense, in terms of how many magazines you're selling or you know, taking care of a title as a business almost? Yes. Um, the pressure from Cirque is gone, yeah, definitely. But there's still a pressure because you still have to deliver, um, you know, we can really target um, finding out what each vendor, how, how things are selling in the store based on the magazine and what's moving per page. So there is that, that we've got to deliver on that front. Um, so there's that little pressure. But it's wonderful knowing that we've got 250,000 copies going out there, you know, and it's being mailed out, you know, to the Amex Gold members and the Platinum members. 120,000 go to them. And then the others are in store with purchase. And they're also being um, sent an EDM. And on the EDM, it'll invite you to, you know, be a part of this Jones journey. So it's lovely that it can cross all those platforms. You know, I feel like we're in a really unique position and um, it will you know the circulation is probably five times what Harper's Cirque is and combined Elle, Harper's, Vogue, Marie Claire it's more than all their Cirques so that was also a reason why I really wanted to take this gig because just the reach alone made me excited. Medium Rare Content announced Jones Magazine earlier in the year. So after months of content planning and producing and everything, it's coming out on um, August 15th, which right from now is about a week away. I flipped through the first edition, Elizabeth Debicki on the cover. Huge names advertising. You've got Dior, Coach. So what sort of role do you play when it comes to you know bringing these advertisers in? 
Look, in this first issue, I have to give absolutely all the credit to Annie Hurst. She has been amazing um, and her team pulling in all the ad dollars. With issue two, we'll be more involved with advertorials and, and coming up with ideas for clients. But yeah, issue two, three onwards will be full on. So what sort of emotions are you going through now? Because you're holding the first product of the very magazine that you're, you know, the editor-in-chief of. Um, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. So I just want to get cracking on issue two, to be completely honest. Um, look, I love, I absolutely love the cover and there's some pieces in there um, design-wise that I'm, I really love. But I, I also feel um, it's a long road ahead and I, I think we're only going to get better with each issue. So watch the space. <laughs> Your first issue is quite photography heavy and like we were discussing just before I hit the record button on the voice recorder, that you do do a lot of your own shoots. So are you out and about um, around town, you know, in Australia attending these shoots? Um, I will be some of them, probably covers when they are in Australia, but the Elizabeth Dembicki, um, our, th- our team, Thelma McCullen and um, Simon went over to LA to shoot that. And um, yeah, any shoots that we can be involved in, we will be involved in. Um, and I'll probably also get my creative director involved in those when he's on board. So with usual custom publishing titles, you see like Coles or Woolworths magazine, this is probably not a fair comparison, but um, they're usually picked up for free, you know, when someone goes into a Coles supermarket or a Woolworths supermarket. With Jones magazine, there's a cover price of nine ninety five. so what sort of um, customer reception are you expecting? Look, it's a premium magazine, and I think it really is a reward for the David Jones customer, for the loyalty of the David Jones customer. Um, so you buy something in store, and you'll get a magazine. Um, but otherwise, I'm hoping, yes, that we've gone to a select group of news agents, you know, in premium areas, and I'm hoping it's, it sells out there. Um, because it does, it doesn't feel like, it's nothing like a, what people are expecting, is it? No, not really. So um, to a certain extent, you will be competing with the fashion titles that are on the racks at newsagents. So are you, you've already gorged the market in terms of fashion titles there? Um, when you say gorged, what do you mean? Like, so have you, have you gone into a newsagent looking at, you know, who your possible competitor oh, would be? God, yes. <laughs> I definitely look at Harper's and Vogue and hope one day that we are up there, you know, with those titles and being considered um, by, by the person standing in the newsagent, you know, whether it's Vogue or Jones or Harper's. You, as part of the editor-in-chief role, you'll also be looking after the iPad app. It's been much publicised about, you know, from the very beginning, it's been, you know, it's been going to be the magazine and the app. Yes. So is that something you'd had you had you were already quite aware of and obviously yeah, I can actually show you um after this little interview i can show you our app um they're they're building at the moment but a lot of it is done and yeah we're very excited at the of all the little prospects of the app and crossing the multi-channel you know making everything as seamless as we can so that there's jones and there's the app and instagram so we're working very hard to make all the social channels work beautifully so in terms of when you're approaching content for the app or, you know, the way it's designed and stuff, is that something that you were already quite aware of or is that something that you really needed to learn on the job and very quickly? Um, no, I've always loved, um, I've loved Neda Porter. I mean, haven't we all? Like, I suppose I love that that's completely integrated with MAG and you can, can't really tell the difference between the two. So that was the inspiration and no, 
I mean, yes, apps are new for me. I haven't been involved in building an app. But seriously, besides the technical side of things, it's not very different to content. You know, we're all content producers, really, and it's about creating that great content. Um, the apps probably will, as we go forward with the app, we might make information shorter and snippets and some more fun things. Um, the first week of our app is very much what's in the mag, but you can buy and shop and a lot of little activations within there. We've also got our own um, exclusive hand-drawn emojis that you can um, tap on and paste into your emails. So, And we'll, we'll create more things. We've done the most beautiful video of Elizabeth Dimbicki that was shot by Gracie Otto. So that was a very exciting thing for us, and that was done in L.A. It's... Um, when you see the little movie, you just want it to carry on. You want to know what the rest of the story is. But, yeah, the team and I have had great fun thinking about activations for the app. You just mentioned that it's shoppable, so obviously that was going to be my next question. Is it going to be shoppable? How important is that element, especially because you're connected with David Jones so heavily? I mean, it's a branded magazine for David Jones. Yeah, I think it's very important um, that we can make as much as possible shoppable you know and david jones will also be coming along to that like we will get better and better at that because there's you know a limited amount online um but it'll grow and so when it comes to content moving into the future what what's your strategy are you going to be holding back content for the magazine or is it just going to be going up as soon as you get it all oh, right um no we'll have lots of exclusive content and new content that goes on the app um it'll be updated weekly um so we've got a, an eight-week plan you know, for every week, but then there's these gaps within there where we can put exclusive immediate info. I was speaking to uh, the managing director of Medium Rare Content, Gerard Reynolds, earlier in the year. A question that I posed to him is, are you looking to have your own social media presence for the app and the magazine? And he was saying that it's something that they're still talking about. Has there been any progress on this? And would you like a separate social presence for the two properties? Oh, look, I think... I think Jones will have its own, you know, it'll always be the Jones Instagram, Jones um, app. And um, the, where we will connect with DJs will be on the website. So the, the, it'll be the Jones blog on the DJs website. But I think it's very important they stand on their own too, you know. And so uh, is, it, is it just on Instagram that you're looking to establish a separate social media presence? Facebook as well, Facebook and Insta. And so how will you be tapping in? David Jones already has a massive following on social media, so how will you be tapping into that as well? We'll be using it as much as possible. <laughs> so can you explain what your day-to-day -day role is as an editor-in-chief of Jones Magazine? Day-to-day um, -day is really looking at the plan and developing the stories and nurturing the talent that we find to work on the team. And as I mentioned before, I really see your role as an editor, as, as a conductor of talent. And you, you end up being, I suppose, like a manager of talent. So you're trying to find the best talent and then bring the best out in the talent. And you're also trying to kind of get talent exclusively for yourself so that they're working particularly for Jones. And um, I must say on the first issue, I really loved um, hunting out our writers. We have David Laser writing for us and we have Mark Mordew writing for us, Dr. Libby Weaver, um, Natalie Walton. So all the best people in their fields have, have really wanted to work for us, which has been very exciting for me. 
As the editor-in-chief, um, you were the editor-in-chief of Real Living for 11 years, more than a decade, a really, really long run. Do you miss it? Yes, I missed it, I have to say. I think it was like a breakup. <laughs> My team and I were texting each other for a few weeks into the new gig, um, both missing each other. Um, and, yeah, I, you know, I, I miss the team. <laughs> How did your um, long run at Real Living and then Homes Plus, you launched that, mag- you're the launch editor for the magazine. How has that experience helped you in taking on this new role? I think the amount of work that we got through as a small team, you know, we were doing 30 magazines a, a year. So that's, you know, it wasn't, it was Homes Plus, Real Living, the Block magazine, and a lot of one shots. So I think that's really put me in a really great position for producing content. Like, I love, I never tire of ideas. I never tire of finding ideas. Work is not work. It's more like a hobby. So I'm kind of on 24-7, which I think we're really lucky in this field, aren't we? It's, mm. it's not really like work. So producing the content is easy. So, yeah, I think the, the years of Real Living and Homes Plus have helped in that sense. You know, it's not daunting. <laughs> You just want to deliver well. I want, I want David Jones to be thrilled. And Real Living was a monthly magazine, Homes Plus 2 in the middle somewhere, and then you also had the block magazine, like you just said. Now I'm just thinking deadlines after deadlines after deadlines. Yeah. Now you're at a quarterly magazine. Yeah. Is, the, is the, work, the work progress or the workload a little less? I haven't seen it a little less yet, but I think that's because it's a launch. And um, Jerry constantly tells me that it's going to calm down soon. But there have been so many other things behind the scenes that have needed to be built in the app as well. You know, that's taken a lot of time um, dreaming up what's going to go into the app and for the future. And also because of approvals by David Jones, so you have meetings and briefings. Um, so that puts probably another month into your schedule. And when you've also, when you've finished your mag, everything's got to go to DJs for approval so that the, all the prices are correct. So it's a little bit slower in the process. It's not as speedy. And so how often are you talking with people from David Jones in order to get the magazine and put it together? Uh, probably once a week. I'd probably send an email. You know, maybe I've got somebody wanting to go um, into the beauty department and get things. So we'll always chat to DJs first to make sure... Um, items that we're getting from PRs are available at DJs. And so when you have meetings with uh, David Jones, like we mentioned earlier in the conversation, that you pitch ideas. So essentially, I, um, I imagine you get your team together, discuss the editorial ideas, and then you take that file into a meeting with David Jones and then pitch those ideas to them. So what sort of conversations go on? Can you take us into that room? Um, oh, okay, let me think. Um, probably... Um, a story, we've got a story coming up. Um, I shouldn't tell you what's in the next issue, should I? <laughs> um, we've got a story, um, we've got a section called Making a Difference. And we have a beautiful story in there. And um, we also have a lovely story on downtime. And what is downtime? What does it mean to us? And we're all so exhausted from looking, you know, at constant visuals. We thought there's definitely a feature there. So that would have been discussed with DJs. And people would probably just pop up with their own experiences and go, yeah, it's, they relate to it. So they've gone, yeah, that's a great story. Please do it. And that's it, really. And you're kind of left alone after that. <laughs> and when it comes to a magazine, David Jones is such a massive store, has a variety of things, fashion, clo- uh, clothing, makeup. So in terms of the magazine, where does that skew towards the most? Fashion um, or...? It's, it's fashion, fashion and beauty foremost. Um, 
And then um, our hard, our stories, like, you know, living boldly, making a difference, downtime. I think the features, we really feel that long-form journalism has been missing in the market. So we're bringing that into Jones a lot. So people have a moment to have downtime and stop and read. Have a, a minute to, for me, you know? Yeah. So formerly you've been editor of, uh, editor of like fashion titles like Clio and then you had a long, long run at a lifestyle magazine, Real Living. So what was it like getting back to that, getting back to those roots? Fashion. I think I have to learn the lingo a little bit. <laughs> um, uh, there, no, there have been some fun instances. Um, and just, I mean, it is, you know, I, I suppose when I first met the people at DJs, I did say that my heart beats differently with fashion. There's something about fashion that makes me excited. You know, I went to study when I left school. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a fashion designer. So it's always been in, in me. You're editing a fashion title. I think this question goes without saying. Have you been to a fashion show yet? Yes, my first one was the David Jones Collection show, the launch, which was great fun. But I'm looking forward to going overseas and, you know, really seeing those collections as well. Is there anything on the agenda so far this year? No, not yet. I've got to book it in. Thanks, Crudy. I hope my boss is listening. A gentle reminder. So speaking of boss, what's your working relationship uh, like with Jerry and what sort of dialogues go on between you two? Um, Jerry and I have worked together before at um, a, when it was ACP and also years ago at Follow Me magazine when I was editing Follow Me, um, Jerry was one of our writers. So we go back. Um, so we've got a really good relationship. I love a great debate with Jerry. Um, it's always a debate and, you know, you might think, you, you know, you, he's getting cross, but he's actually just really enjoying a debate. <laughs> So did you just say that when you were an editor of the title, he was the writer? Yes. And so the tables have turned a little bit. Completely. <laughs> is, he, is, he, is he getting back to you about anything? Any sweet revenges? No, not at all. He's too kind-hearted. Big heart, Jerry has. <laughs> Deborah, thank you so much for your time and all the best with the launch of Jones Magazine. Pleasure. Thanks, Chrissy. I hope you enjoy it. Yes, it was lovely chatting. I'll be actually reading it on my trip home. You were listening to Media Week Podcast. I'm Crudy Joshi, the digital editor. Please follow us on Facebook and Twitter, which is at Media Week AUS. And also check us out online, which is www.mediaweek.com.au.